Yo, what it is, what it is, it's your boy Kimo, man, and it is game day in America, um, across America, it is the NCAA college football playoff playoffs, and um, we'll be in Atlanta and Arizona tonight for those games, um, at the 4 p.m., 3 p.m. game, uh, no, 4 p.m. game, we got LSU versus Oklahoma, and then the 8 o'clock kickoff is for um, Ohio State and Clemson. Out in Tempe, out in um, Scottsdale, Arizona. So um, those are the Peach Bowl and Fiesta Bowl, and the two winners of those games they get to go on to the um, the championship game in New Orleans on um, the first Monday of January. So um, we'll and second Monday of January. So we'll see what's going to happen tonight. We're going to break down each game, break down the top four players of each team that's not a quarterback, and also make my predictions of who's going down in New Orleans to play for the title. This is episode. 38, and this is the Break Hip Hop. Alright, so um let's talk about game one, man. We got um LSU versus Oklahoma today. And um it's gonna be a pretty exciting game. Um Joe Burrow fresh off a of Heisman win and a historic NCAA season for a quarterback. And um Jalen Hurts fresh off of going to Oklahoma, leaving Bama, and um rewriting his own legacy and Getting those guys to the playoffs after um after pretty much trailing Baylor the whole damn season it seemed like um they they came and matter of fact they came back and beat Baylor they were down twenty eight in a game back in early December early November and um that was a, that was a classic game and a signature game for Jalen Hurts as it um, lifted his team into the playoffs so should be a pretty good battle at quarterback but let's talk about. The guys that are key players. I said I'm going to name four key players, one from each team, that are other than the quarterbacks that are going to make a big difference in this um, playoff game. Um, for LSU, I got to go with um, the defense. The, def- um, the defense, pretty much. Um, it's two guys, Grant Delpit and um, what's this DB name? Derek Stingley, uh, 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 Stingley. Um, he's he's pretty damn good, and he had a good he had a good game against um, UGA, where it all came together, and he picked off Jake Fromm twice. So I don't see um, I don't see him picking up them picking up Jalen Hurts because he he lets it fly, but it's usually short distance to CD Lamb, and CD Lamb goes crazy uh, when he catches the ball. And that's my other guy to look out for uh, for Oklahoma. Um, for the Oklahoma side, C.D. Lamb, another elite wide receiver um, come, that, that Jalen Hurts can get the ball to. And once he catches it, it's, it's lights out. He's like a Jerry Judy type player. He catches it and it's game over. His yak is crazy. And he be stepping once he catches it. So that's going to be – those are two key matchups of the day for me. Can C.D. Lamb get open on Stingley and Dale Pitt in that defense? And can Jalen Hurts um, read the defensive line and make his runs? Because one thing for sure, Jalen Hurts is going to run. Um, as soon as he sees a, a look that he likes, he's going to take pull the ball and take off. So those DBs and linebackers and defensive linemen are going to have a field, going to have a um, field day, um, getting after him, and they're going to get their money's worth for sure. So those are my two players to watch out in that game. Now um, let's talk about LSU. They finally found a quarterback. For years, they've never been able to put it together at the quarterback position. But Joe Burrow, coming from Ohio State, made that happen. And um, same thing, Oklahoma there. They've been they've been quarterback you the last couple of years. You got um, shit. You got Kyler Murray, 
coming out winning the Heisman, Baker Mayfield winning the Heisman. So they they're they're um they're doing something good out there in um Norman with Lincoln Riley and them guys. So um it's gonna be pretty dope to see quarterback play in this playoff battle for sure. Now um on the, like I said on the Oklahoma side, like I said on the Oklahoma side you got Hurts coming from Alabama. Um to me, he's going to be the wild card of the, of this matchup because if he plays and balls hard, LSU can stick. I mean, Oklahoma can stick with LSU, but if Hurts comes out and lays an egg like he did a couple times in the playoffs, I don't see Oklahoma beating LSU. So I'll give you all my prediction on the end of that game, but it's definitely going to be fun to watch. It's going to be pretty high scoring. Neither team play can uh, well. LSU plays good defense, but they they they're known to give up a couple points. And Oklahoma, they is 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 dripping drown with them. They can they can light you up, and they can get lit up. So it's gonna be a pretty good matchup. I'll give you all my predictions later on in the show for that game. So um, LSU Oklahoma meeting in Atlanta for the Peach Bowl. That kickoff is around 4 p.m. and um, it's gonna be a good one. So can't wait. All right for the nightcap. Out in Arizona for the Fiesta Bowl, we got Clemson and Ohio State going head to head. On um, last time these two met in the playoffs, Clemson actually beat Ohio State 31-0. So um, they they got some making up to do, some catching up to do, some got some revenge to get back out. So um, it should be a pretty good game, um, pretty evenly matched. Justin Fields, uh, Georgia guy who left and went to Ohio State. Trevor Lawrence is also from Georgia. Um, didn't even get recruited by Georgia. Went to Clemson. So Kirby Smart has got to be feeling like a shithead watching these playoffs. Three of his quarter, well, two of his quarterbacks, um, two of the quarterbacks that he didn't, well, he had one, and the other ones were from Georgia. They not even, they didn't even wear a Georgia Bulldog uniform this year, so or the last couple of years. So it's just crazy, man, um, to see these two young guys from my state make it in the playoffs and go head to head, and it's, it's going to be great. To watch. Um, as far as Ohio State goes, I think they're the most complete team in the playoffs. But can they put it all together when it matters? Um, they really haven't played anybody just like Clemson. They played in the Big Ten. That's nothing. They did. They didn't play a huge or, or a, a big game this year against anybody from another division. So they played it pretty close, pretty safe, and ran the table. Um, they beat Penn State, beat Michigan, and like I said, they didn't really have a test this year. Same thing with Clemson; they played a cupcake schedule. So if you if you take it like that, neither one of these teams have been pushed to the brink. Um, Ohio State was pushed to the brink versus Wisconsin or whatever, but that's a it's a championship game, and I don't really put much weight on championship games. Either you win or you don't. So um, and Clemson, they got pushed to the brink versus North Carolina. North Carolina, everybody, North Carolina. Um, so that was like earlier in the season. So um, I, 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 my expectations for this one is to be pretty evenly matched, and I think that um, I think that the defense is. I I don't see too many points being scored. Put it like that. People think it's gonna be a lot of points scored, but I think the defenses will show out today. Um, Trey Young, I mean, uh, um, Mr. Young, number two, Ohio State, number one pick, my opinion. He's gonna shut, chase Young. He's gonna shut shit down, and then you got um, 
the Clemson defensive line and their linebackers and safeties, they're pretty solid. So I, I don't see that game being too wild like LSU versus Oklahoma, but it should be a pretty good game. Um, it's going to come down to who makes the plays. Can Trevor Lawrence continue to be an elite NFL-ready passer, or can Justin Fields finally showcase his, his, his talents on a national stage um, and let everybody see what he, what he has to offer? So uh, it's going to be good. Those, those Ohio State wide receivers are pretty decent. Their DBs are pretty decent. Their, their D-line is pretty decent. They got one of the best O-lines in this country. So Mr. Day and those guys have, a, have, have it all lined up for them to put on a show in front of the whole nation, in front of the whole world. Or Clemson is going back to another BCS, I mean, another CBFB championship game. So it's do or die. I got my pick coming for that game. I'm soon. Oh, yeah. And my two star players to watch out for both of those games is definitely Travis Entian um, from Clemson, the running back. He's definitely been the horse to me. That's the team's MVP. And um, of course, Chase Young. Can Chase Young get for, oh, man, for Ohio State? Chase Young, can he get? loose and wreak havoc on Trevor Lawrence and get in the backfield and sack him. So um, those are my two key players. Ntn is going to have to block. He's going to have to catch. He's going to have to do everything for Clemson. And um, Chase Young, he's going to be the guy that disrupted today. Can he, can he be that disruptor? Can he make those splash plays? Can he cause havoc and terror on Clemson? My pick for that game coming up in a few. All right, so just looking at this year's playoff, this would have been the perfect year to have eight teams. Now, hear, hear me out. Not saying it because my team didn't get in or Georgia didn't get in or whatever, but just look. I'm going to read off the, this, this little bracket that some guy made that makes plenty of sense to me, and it looks actually good. If they were to expand the playoffs to eight teams, this would be the playoffs that happened this year. And it, it, like I said, it sounds brilliant to me. You would have had LSU at number one being the SEC champion. You would have had Ohio State at number two being the Big Ten champion. You would have had um, Clemson at number three being the ACC champion. And then Oklahoma at number four being the Big 12 champion. You would then pick a fifth league champion, which was Oregon, at number six. But, I mean, uh, I mean you would pick a, a three at-large. Three at-large. Georgia would have been the number one at-large team this year. So, you put them at number five. Number six, you would have put the Pac-12 um, in there. And number seven, you put two other at-large teams. Number seven, number eight, you put two other at-large teams. would have been um, Baylor and Memphis. So, essentially, you would get four playoff games at the top four seed stadiums. So, this is how it would go. If there were 18 playoff, LSU would host Memphis, one versus eight. Penn, um, Ohio State would host Baylor, two versus seven. Oklahoma would host Georgia, four versus five. And Oregon, I mean, Clemson will host Oregon three versus six. That makes sense. Let's get this playoff to eight teams. Let the two, let the four, the high four, the four highest ranked teams host the first playoff game. Then you go into your national semis. It's that simple. Instead of playing, add an extra week. If you want to add a week, we have week zero. Let's move the conference championship games up a week and eliminate these double buys. Nobody needs a fucking double buy. Especially these guys, like, yeah, they're in school or whatever, but they there to play football. It's, fuck the NCAA and this whole school shit. They're not, they don't care about these kids' education. So um, let's, let's do that. Let's make an 18 playoff. Put four teams, let the four top teams host the playoff game. And then um, from there, you got your semifinal set from the winner of those games. That way, nobody's getting cheated. It's a true champion. You have the eight best teams in the nation going against each other. 
and the top four teams get an extra home game, a meaningful home game that'll be it'll it'll, it'll break records as far as who's watching, money made. It'll be insane. It'll be the NCAA's or the the, the college football own version of the NFL playoffs. And I think it'll make a true champion instead of playing politics where you'll have one lost team, one two lost team, and it's, it's just stupid. So eight teams is number, eight is the number. Let's make that happen, NCAA. All right, man, lastly, my predictions. Um, for the first game, I'm going to have to go with LSU. Um, they've been the better team all year long. Joe Burrow. Made me a believer against Georgia. That was one of the best SEC championship game performances I've ever seen. Um, the kid is real. He's ready. And I think they're going to – I think LSU is going to pull it off. And for the late game, I have the Ohio State University getting their rematch against LSU for the championship. And I think they're going to go fucking nuts on the Clemson today. Clemson, like I said, Clemson beat them 31-0 last time. I know what Justin Fields is capable of. He was, he's a Georgia boy. Um, that defense, Chase Young, is, he's basically an NFL player playing in college. I don't see I don't see them losing to Clemson again in the playoffs. And they get their revenge. They go on to face their old pal, Joe Burrow, in, in the dome, in the boot, down at the bottom of the boot in Louisiana for the title. Um, it's, it's poetic. How, how much can, like, can you make this shit up? You can't. <laughs> Um, Joe Burrow versus Justin Fields for the for the um, CFB Championship. Ohio State, LSU, you can book it. Take that to the bank. Make your bets. Tell me your boy Keem sent you. This is the Break Hip Hop. This is my predictions for the NCAA play, um, college football playoffs tonight. All right, man. So, uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in to today's mini episode of the College Football Playoff Edition. Um, episode 39 will be coming to y'all later, earlier this week also. My boy um, Cobb going to give y'all his top 10 kicks of the year on the Grills Volume 2 episode. Um, it's all about the shoes, man. Um, hey, can't go wrong with them. Can't live without them. So Cobb going to be giving y'all the best shoes of the year and the top shoes going into 2020 that you need to look for. So be on the lookout for that, episode 39. This is The Break Hip Hop. Like I said, stay tuned. We're going to have our top albums of the year. Um, make sure you check out 36 um, with the top verses of the year and 37 we had the top decade NBA moments of the year so we're just winding it down man the year the decade all that um, we're going we're gonna to shout out the best albums of the decade and we're going to do the top 50 songs of 2019 so it's a bunch of stuff coming up for the break man and thank y'all for vibing with us this year and bump with us this is your boy Kimo man follow me at Bigger Bolt on Twitter and at Kimo HHH 91 on Instagram and follow the break hip hop on IG also. This is your boy Keem and this is episode 38 of the break hip hop. Peace.